Welcome to the Particularly Packers podcast. Listen in as Bob Dog travels around the football universe in hopes of understanding the madness that we love about the league, particularly the Green Bay Packers. The journey begins now. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go, baby. What's up, everybody? Bob Dog, Particularly Packers podcast once again, checking in with you. Oh, man, week three is upon us. It is coming tomorrow is... Football Sunday. Uh, Thursday's game has come and gone. I did not choose it, choose it successfully as those that follow on the Facebook had seen. Um, I did put it up. Houston was already losing, but I'd picked them and I wanted to make sure there was some proof out there in existence. So uh, I lost that one. Y'all going to see. Y'all going to see. Um, let's see. Let's see. That was a huge game. Christian McCaffrey went out. It looks like he's going to be out a long time. Chase Horn, J.C. Horn, he went out, broken foot. He's going to be out two to three months, probably closer to three months, looking by the way that went. And you want to know why that issue occurred or how you can do from preventing that. I mean, that, that was that was crazy in the back pedal. Very strange. And, uh, ooh, that, that one hurt. That one hurt. I know that that was a first-round pick they just lost for basically half the season. That one hurt, and Houston still lost uh, the backup quarterback. He did all right, but overall, it was just not a not a good game, not a good game. Not even much to talk about, no standouts uh, besides DJ Moore, who killed it, and he was on the opposite team of I, me, in my fantasy league. But the dude also had Christian McCaffrey, and he had six points and went out, so it didn't hurt too bad besides Robbie Anderson who went and screwed me and basically caught like one pass for like basically one point some points or some bafuki garbage nonsense that is not going to cut it. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Carolina versus Houston. Um, I picked Houston. That didn't happen. Chargers versus Chiefs. You got to pick the Chiefs. Um, it's hard to bet against them, especially coming off of L. And the Chargers, I mean, good team, going to be a good game. But you got to think the Chiefs are going to pull that one out. Bears versus Browns, you got to go with the Browns as long as uh, Baker Mayfield and everybody plays. I think Odell's out, but we'll see, we'll see. I'm not really sure. I haven't followed him too precisely, but I remember reading something. Javaris Landry, I believe, is gone. I believe he is injured, super injured. That's sad to hear. I believe he's injured reserve. Um, that, that one hurts, but you got to think the Browns will pull it off. They got a stacked defense and they got plenty of talent. Plus we're go pack go, baby. We don't want to ever root for the bears. But with that being said, I do believe the Browns will win. So if I had to bet, I'd take the Browns depending on the spread Colts versus Titans. Um, you got to take the Titans just cause Colts aren't going to have a, a starter in there. Um, I think Carson Wentz is game time. I think he's doubtful. I don't think he's playing this week. And Titans, you got to see what they did last week. Derrick Henry, he's smashing. Titans right there. I'm going to pick the it's the Falcons versus the Giants. The Giants are at home. You got to think the Falcons are going to do something. I'm going to choose the Falcons just for the simple fact that if the Falcons don't win, I see some big changes coming after, you know, week three. Week four is going to be a different team, I believe. And I don't want to see it. I do hope Matty Ryan the best over there, but it looks like things are coming to an end over there. But I'm going to root for him just because the Giants have let me down every week. I mean, betting against them hasn't, you know, panned out as a bad thing. So we're going to go with the Falcons. See how that one goes. Bengals versus the Steelers. You got to take the Steelers. Um, even though, you know, Joe Burrow, the Bengals, they, they stand a chance over there. Ravens versus the Lions. As long as Lamar Jackson plays, the Ravens should win that one. 
Saints versus Patriots. Um, besides what the Saints did to us in humiliation factors, uh, got to take the Patriots. Um, Cardinals versus the Jaguars. Actually, back to those Patriots. Mac Jones, man, I don't think he's throwing an interception yet this season. That's pretty spectacular, and the dude is catching Ws. All right, uh, Cardinals versus Jaguars. I think this is Trevor Lawrence's first win. I know it's a huge upset. I know the Cardinals are probably favored by down near seven points or something. I think the Jaguars are going to pull it off, man. Somehow, some way, Kyler Murray always ends up, you know, losing a game that he's not supposed to so far in his career, which is still young. Um, but I think the Jags might pull it off. Let's see. Hopefully, hopefully. Washington versus the Bills. And I do like the Cardinals, so I don't mean that in any bad way. Washington versus the Bills. Um, Bills for sure. Hands down, just because Washington and their quarterback situation. And then uh, even though he did show up last week, but I'm going to take the Bills for sure. Josh Allen and the boys coming to town. Stephon Diggs. Um, Jets versus Broncos. Got to take the Broncos. Um, I'm still not a believer in, who is that right back there? Bridgewater, right? I think it's Bridgewater versus Sam Darnold. Never know, Jets, but I'm not betting on them. So we got to take Broncos. Dolphins versus Raiders. Um, I hate when they do that around here, but got to take the Raiders on that one. They've looked good in their couple games. Plus, I think Tua's out. He got injured last week. Somebody's ribs didn't show up. Nothing on the scan. I've been through that rib injury. Man, rib injuries are real. Every breath hurts. Um, so we got to take the Raiders. We got the Bucks versus the Rams. Got to take the Bucks. Um, even though the Rams are set up to do the upset and the first defeat of the Bucks, I think it's all there. I think all the pieces are in play. Um, the Bucks also lost who they lose Antonio Brown, and I want to say they lost one other person. But we'll see what the Bucks can pull off. Um, you gotta, you can't bet against Brady. But if there's gonna be somebody that loses, and I wouldn't put no money on that game unless I was going Rams money line because I don't see the Bucks covering any type of spread. Against the Rams. Seahawks versus the Vikings. Um, Got to take the Seahawks. I mean, Russell Wilson, like I said, I thought he'd be the MVP this year. And unless he starts turning it on this week, that ain't going to happen. So I'm definitely betting Seahawks versus Vikings. They may have the secondary to give up some big plays as well. Um, Green Bay versus the 49ers. This is Sunday night football. I believe 49ers are were only favored by 3.5 points um looking at the history of what the 49ers have done to us because I don't count last year last year those 49ers were just a shell of themselves there were so many injuries it wasn't even fair to their organization like they should have just been able to do like a forfeit button with that being said I'm picking Green Bay if I had my money I wouldn't be betting I'll tell you that right now the 49ers should win this game according to the books um there's no doubt about that uh I don't know how we're going to do defensively, you know, with, with the pressure, with our, therefore, lack of. Um, we still have Dean Lowry on the team. We still have Tyler Lancaster, so you got to take them out of the picture. They're not going to do anything. That's going to leave a double king on Kenny Clark. Um, that takes him out of the picture. So our only two hopes are Preston Smith, who doesn't seem to show up consistently any week, and Rashawn Gary who's going to hustle, hustle, but, you know, we, we haven't seen that star potential come out of him. He doesn't look like the next T.J. Watt or anything on that level. But, you know, we do hope. 
We do hope. I do have big hopes for Rashad Gary, but it hasn't been looking as such. Plus, if he's not getting a break, I know we did sign somebody, and um, I think his name was Zedarius or some strange coincidence also, but I didn't look into it. Hopefully, we can get somebody else on that field, give these guys a break, whether it's Rivers or somebody coming out off of that, you know, the bench and just actually giving these guys a break because they, they look worn down last week. The inside was no help. We had uh, our defensive linemen were getting their back turned to the ball. Watch out the 49ers to do that again. Um, I think it's Trey Sermons or something back there running their backfield. I'm not really sure. There's so many injuries over there. If he gets going, we already know how this goes. Um, could be huge. Could be huge. Our O-line. O-line's looking a little fishy. Um, Lucas Patrick. I think that's the reason why we won last week, man. He wasn't playing. John Runyon came in, filled in for week two, and we look so much better. With that being said, you're playing with fire this week. Um, John Runyon, and they're going to be on him. They're going to be coming strong. I mean, it's 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 game. It's game. I don't see how we're going to stop the 49ers in their front seven. I really don't, especially if Lucas Patrick plays for sure. No, hell no. But even with John John Runyon, and you got Royce Newman in there, and you got Myers also. I mean, this is this is front three or rookies, and you're about to put them in with some B squad, B squad. So if we do pull it off, that'll be amazing. With that being said, you also have Elton Jenkins, who is dealing with some type of injury. I believe it was an ankle injury, and his availability is questionable. So that's even more concerning. We may be starting Mr. Yash Neenman. And uh, if if anybody knows San Francisco's front seven, this is bad news. This is bad news, folks. Like, if I was betting, I'd take the 49ers all day to cover that spread. Um, all day. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, once he goes down, once he throws an interception, I mean, it's going to be game over. Usually Aaron Rodgers, once he, when he's off his game, he is off his game. I don't see him staying within three points, probably, you know, 11. If we lose, we're going to lose by, like, 11 most likely. Um, that big is big. Our offensive line, I see no way to stop them. Let's just be honest. Uh, Aaron Aaron Jones, he's going to be all over trying to stop these blitzers coming from all over. And Oh, man, it's, it's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy, man. Um, it's game time, baby. It's game time. That's going to be crazy. I don't know how, you know, how are we going to get pressure with the people that we have and how are we going to stop the pressure with the people that we have? Um, and therefore it's the lack of, I mean, the people that we have, it's, it's going to be hard. It is going to be hard. And Eric Stokes about him starting on the corner and Kevin King being playing more in the slot. Kevin King is a pretty good tackler. He's not the greatest tackler. He got leaped last week right at the end of the game, but he's a good tackler. He'll get in there and put his head in there. He'll hold it down. With that being said, a lot of reporters are wanting Jahir Alexander inside. I hear him, oh, what about John inside? What about John inside? What about John inside? Jahir, he's one hell of a talent. If you put him inside and you have that little dude trying to tackle these, these damn backs and taking on these giant blocks and just having his knees more in the way of people going down and being able to hit his knees, you're looking for an injury. People don't think about that. Jahir sitting on the outside, even if he shuts down half the field, it's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. What we need is... Eric Stokes to step up on the other side, and we we got two shutdown corners. That would be amazing. But to just slide him inside and put him in harm's way just for the sake of maybe getting a couple more plays, that's tough. That's tough because if you lose him to one of these stupid little knees, somebody falling over off a 
you know, lineman falling over, hitting his knees, we're going to lose him for a long time. I don't think people think about that with this concussion thing, how that goes. He puts his head down and goes to make a tackle, catches the concussion. We lose him a couple weeks. We are down substantially. I don't think anybody's thinking about, oh, maybe, I don't know what people are thinking about. People are dumb as hell. Let's let's be honest. People are something else, boy, something else, boy. So, with that being said, I'm going to pick Green Bay because that's where my heart's at. But if I was a betting man, I would take 49ers and I would give up those points because I don't see how our O-line is going to stop them. They're coming, boy. 49ers are no joke. Our hope is defense shows up. We get a couple turnovers. That would be beautiful. If we get two turnovers, we got a real good shot. All right. Uh, Monday Night Football, Eagles versus the Cowboys. Um, you got to take the Cowboys, especially with the Eagles. You never know what's going on over there. The Eagles and their quarterback situation and just everything. It's the Eagles. And you got Jalen Hurts. I believe he's going to be starting over there. You can't take him over Dak Prescott, even though Dak is one to lose, He'll especially in the big game. I'm taking the Cowboys on this one. Definitely not Cowboys fans, but Eagles, I know their defense is, you know, they're a little thin in defense. They're cornerbacks, and it's, yeah, Cowboys aren't much better. Flip of the coin, but Cowboys at home, big game. Got to give it to the Cowboys. Maybe they'll take it. I went 11-5 and five last week, and that was better than my nine-win week, you know, and the one before. So let me see if I can turn that into 13 this week, then, you know, we'll get back on that roll. All right, all right, all right. Back to Packer football. We don't have too much to report. I mean, I listened to a little bit and just little Aaron Rodgers had his drama to say about people having something to say that aren't in the locker room. Uh, yeah, but people only had something to say because your dumbass wasn't in the locker room. You talking? Everybody want to say they ain't in the locker room. Everybody was saying something because you weren't in the locker room. We came out looking flat as soda. You know, soda that you left out. It, they used to give me as a kid from my pops <clears throat> that flat ass stuff. Well, that's it. Had to cough just thinking about that nasty ass taste. Um, yeah, we came out flat, and there's no excuse. I mean, everybody says you know the the offense was too complex, or you know he couldn't figure out what was going on because of the defense. And blah blah. Boy, I should have been there off season. And I think there's more than proof in that week two destruction. Once we got a little time under our belt, we definitely looked better. And the off season, I mean, hands down. He, he's not admitting it. That's the first thing he don't want to admit to is to tell you all that maybe he was wrong. So that's, you know, I always blame myself when something happens. Uh, if y'all bump Gary V, Gary V be the same way. He's just, you got to blame yourself whenever something, I mean, what could I have changed? What could I have changed? And he just detoured all, I mean, he detoured all the blame. He didn't take none of that. If anything, he said something about the coaching and having to simplify the, the plan that are too complex for you. Like you've been in this game so long. What do you mean? You got to simplify I get it. I get it. But anybody but his fault. I get it. I get it. And we see that. We see that. And with that being said, I do want to call out a big one. I'm not sure if I called it out last last, uh, last podcast, but I'm definitely going to call it out this one. Rogers, we're giving you a for that weak-ass block you did for Aaron Jones, man. He, Dad, did y'all see that weak-ass block? He tried to grab some dude by his hips. Like it was his girlfriend. Did y'all see it? I know y'all seen it, man. Nobody called him out. I didn't hear one reporter. Like, what the hell was that? Aaron Jones goes out there and blocks his ass off for Aaron Rodgers. He picks up these blitzing linebackers at full speed and just stands them up. I mean, you ask so much out of them. 
And for Aaron Rodgers to be willing to do that weak-ass block, trying to get out of the way and grab a dude's hips, man, stop being a bitch, man. That was weak. That was pathetic. You need improvement, boy. That was weak. That was trash. I hope Aaron Jones does that for you and, re- re- you know, returns a favor because that was, that was weak. We need a better quarterback in that situation. Let's be honest, boy. Jordan Love would have laid a better block than you. I, I swear it. I promise, boy. Promise. I don't even have to see him, and I could tell you that. Most of your Pop Warner kids would have done better than that, tried to grab dudes by his hips. What's going on with you, man? You're the only one doing this. Crazy. Crazy. Talk about how good you are, but we are, we, we know you're a great quarterback, but leave the player development and all that other stuff. And you know what? Work on your blocking. There you go. You want, you want something to work on? Don't work on personnel. Don't work on relationship. Work on your blocking. There you go, boy. Um, with that being said, that kind of brings me to the next one. I mean, when I, I, I don't even remember the dude's name, but I don't remember them saying Trey Arias or Trey something, but uh, whatever his name is over there in San Francisco. I did see the Black Lives Matter on the back of his helmet, and I did say I was going to touch on that. I don't give a damn about being politically correct. So with that being said, I don't give a damn about your personal opinion either. And I think that in this sport of football, especially – um, in team sports, because I did play my football ass off. I loved football, and it's definitely team first. And I think all your bullshit you can leave in the locker room, you know, outside the locker room before you even come in that building. Um, your personal opinion, if you you like your president, you don't like our president, you you like anything, you like, nobody gives a damn. Get all that shit up out, you know, let us play some football. All that kneeling for the anthem, all that bullshit, like, this is, this, you know what I mean? Um at least where I'm from. I mean, where I'm from out here, I could walk down to the liquor store and people be like, what's up, man? You in the wrong neighborhood? You know what I mean? It's just, that's just where I'm from, and it's different. You know what I mean? Ain't nobody out here, you know, white lives matter. People laugh at you. You know what I mean? And call you racist. And it's like, we ain't got no space for this bullshit on the football field. That shit's just say like, your football team name is team first. You know what I mean? Your team. And if you, I mean, he only does it with people he can relate with. So maybe that's his team. And if you're going to be jumping on that, that is racism to the motherfucking fullest. Like believing that you can say a word that I can't say because of the skin that I'm born with. Uh, like you can say you're entitled to say something that I can't because of skin color. That is racism. You know what I mean, folks? We ain't got a bullshit. We ain't got a, we ain't got a vibe. We ain't got a, we ain't got to fuck it all that up, man. We just be honest, man. You can save all that shit. We want to see your team name back there. We want it just like everybody else. You know what I mean? If if you, I see sometimes they honor people and put a little number on the back of the helmet. That's cool, whatever. But all this personal propaganda bullshit, y'all can save that. Um, that's, that's my personal opinion. But, you know, y'all can fuck the game up how you want to. I know you have le- lost a lot of support, and y'all can keep going that way. Y'all can keep going that way. With that being said, I'll break down a little fancy football for everybody. So, like I said, I did get screwed over with the um, Robbie Anderson move. I probably should have sat him, but you can't sit him, man. He's produced the last two weeks. You know, week three, he had a huge opportunity. They just didn't even look his way, to be honest. So, back to my starting lineup. I got Patty Mahomes, Austin Eckler. I got Swift from Detroit. Um, I got Thielen from Minnesota. I got... Uh, Brown from Tennessee. I got Boyd from Cincinnati. Robbie Anderson from Carolina. He put up 1.8 points on Thursday. Trash. One of two for eight yards. And I do play that PPR. So 1.8. That was trash. Um, Darren Waller I got on my team. Jalen Waddle from Miami. Let's see what he can do. I know that if he may not have his boy, so we got to see. 
I just threw Robinson, my running back, for Jacksonville. Like I said, I think Jacksonville is going to pull off the win finally. I did put Robinson into my starting lineup, uh, moved him up, because I do believe that they will win against Arizona. I know that's asking a lot, but I got Lamar Jackson as my extra. You know, we get to have the QB, tight end, wide receiver, running or, you know, running back. I threw my QB in there. That's Lamar Jackson, who's questionable due to his little butt cheek hurting from his flip incident. But I believe Lamar will play, so no no questions there. You got to play that, dude. I got um, Gay, the kicker for the Rams, as my kicker. And I got the Packers defense, who I don't know what they did for me last week. Probably not. not. Now they got six. They got six. It's better than negative four they got before. So ultimately, they got me two points so far this season. That's some boo-boo. And I don't see them getting much better. I should probably drop them and relocate them because playing against this week, they ain't putting up no points for me, I don't think. Um, My bench, still Trevor Lawrence, Zach Moss from Buffalo, Jay Williams from Denver, Sammy Watkins. Um, In Baltimore, I got Ayuk with Sam Fran. He actually got to play a little bit last week, but still got, like, no attention. They didn't throw him nothing. I have Terrence Marshall. A rookie in Carolina who actually showed up 4 or 5 for 48 yards. Could have got me 8.8, but he's sitting on my bench. Elijah Moore, the rookie over in the Jets who hasn't produced yet, but should be. Kadarius Toney over there with the Giants hasn't really got any playing time. He was questionable last that I saw. And Logan Thomas with Washington. All right, so I got my typical lineup. Nothing's changed. I haven't done any waiver pickups. Kind of been chilling on this one, just watching it go down. Um, my opponent, however, we're both one and one so far in the season. Um, he's coming off a loss. I'm coming off a win. Who does he have? Justin Herbert, Christian McCaffrey went down with the injury. Only got six points. Melvin Gordon, who's back, who, who splits carries with, uh, what's his name? Chevy, uh, Javante Williams in Denver, who I also have. So I totally don't mind seeing Melvin Gordon out there, especially if Williams pick up more playing time. That should definitely smash there. Um, even though, you know, Swift does switch switch off and shares, share carries with Jamal Williams, but it's a little more mismatched, and I think that Swift should, you know, especially upon getting healthy because he's still holding a questionable tag, once he's fully healthy, I think he'll take over that starting role and rock and roll because he's definitely more explosive. He also has Tyreek Hill. That could be dangerous. Um, and he has DJ Moore, who put up 22.5 points. On one carry for negative one yards, eight of 12 receptions on 126 yards. I know that the point system's kind of, it's crazy because they, they get a lot of points, but 22.5, that's a, that's a nice outing right there for DJ Moore. He also has Jefferson. He has Higgins, who is doubtful. Um, I'm not sure if he sees that, but if he's doubtful and he don't make that change, ooh, that would be beautiful for me. So Higgins. We got Mark Andrews. Baltimore got Jay Taylor as his running back in the flex. We got Davis uh, from Atlanta as his other flex. Bridgewater as his secondary. He's running a QB as I as am I, and he's got Koo from uh, Atlanta as his kicker against the Giants. That could be decent, especially if Atlanta shows up. You have the Cardinals and. Oh, he has a Cardinals defense, and they're playing against Jacksonville. So that Cardinals defense could actually should outshine my Packers defense. I'm actually going to swap out that Packers defense 
Who do I drop to pick them up? I'll just drop the Packers defense. Ain't nobody going to pick them up. They don't have, especially without Zedarius there, uh, I don't see, you know, they don't have the depth. Uh, as long as Dean Lowry and Tyler Lancaster are holding down the center, we're going to be getting ran all over. His bench consists of Jared Goff, uh, Duke Johnson, who got 1.1. That, that's sad. He's got James Conner, Aguilar, Perriman, Fuller, Green, and Everett. And then he has TJ Hilton on his injured reserve. Um, you know, if, if he doesn't jump on, I'm guessing he's going to jump on switch out that wide receiver. If he switches out that wide receiver, he stands a good chance. He's probably waiting until last moment. He's probably watching the stats and letting me think, you know, because right now they have me at 64%. But once he switches out that dude, he's going to bounce up. Uh, so, yep, I did catch the W last week. That was nice. That was nice to report. Um, definitely nice to report. My biggest star last week would have been probably Mahomes. They had 35 points when him and Lamar were going off against each other. Oh, Lamar pulled down 38, even though he had, what do you have, a couple fumbles, right? No, two interceptions. But somehow he still pulled down 38, so that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, that was my stud last week. Lamar and Patrick Mahomes came through in the very end. Monday Night Football got me the dub. That was nice. And Austin Eckler came through with 23. Other than that, you know, Thielen, he's been coming through consistently. And Darren Waller, he's always pretty steady. But everybody else is like under double digits. That kind of hurts. But Boyd, Boyd put up 14. All righty, folks. Well, wanted to get you a little content, a little look at tomorrow. If tomorrow's game is going to be hard for us, folks. I am not lying. I am not lying. Um, I'm definitely working on getting the video, you know, video content hooked up so I can show you guys when I'm running through the tape and everything. I want to show you guys why we need to let go of Dean Lowry immediately. We need to get rid of Tyler Lancaster. We can bring in anybody in any unsigned free agent will probably give us a better shot once they get to learn the playbook, which – we need to get somebody in there, man, because these guys are not producing and they don't stop the run at all. If anything, they're going to become speed bumps and just slow it down a little bit. That would be asking more than they're probably capable of at this point. And that's total respect due, but they can go back and watch the tape. It looks bad, man. It looks bad. Um, don't put me out there, though, because them fools would throw me across the field. I'm too dang small. All right, man. I love y'all. appreciate y'all. Like I said, subscribe where you get your podcast. Link in on um, wherever you... Social media, hit me with the messages, hit me with the questions, Q&A coming up definitely shortly. I definitely have a huge list now. Need to get on to them, but there's no immediate questions that needed needed to be addressed immediately. But uh, all right, man, I love, appreciate y'all. Definitely tune in probably after the game tomorrow, if not Monday, with hours of tape in my head already digested. But check in with you. Love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Hopefully we make it through this game without too many serious injuries, man. That's the main thing. No injuries. That'll be amazing. Elton Jenkins can hopefully play, and hopefully Lucas Patrick doesn't. Hey, with that being said, Kevin King, man, I still believe in you. Um, get your head right. Get your coverage, you know what I mean, and don't get beat for the big one. Um, Eric Stokes, you stepped up big last week, and let's continue it, man. Keep it on rolling. Go Pack Go. Check it out. You have been listening to the Particularly Packers podcast. Please follow us on social media and please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening and as always, Go Pack Go!